Good afternoon. Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. Thanks for joining us. This afternoon's episode is titled, Ye Are Gods. It shall be focused on a study of Psalms chapter 82. Before we go any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee, Lord, for the word teaching us that we are gods and we are children of the Most High. And to know, Lord, as David was speaking here, that you shall inherit all the nations. We thank Thee, Lord, for his prophetic eyesight that saw that, Lord, as the, in Revelations were told, rejoice for the kingdoms of this earth have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. So we thank Thee to know of that promise, to know that, Lord, there will never be peace on earth until, Lord, you've inherited it and you've done away with sin. So we look forward to that time, and until then, help us to fight and to be faithful. In the name of thy Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Psalms chapter 82. Psalm 82, a psalm of Asaph. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. How long will ye judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah. Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said, Ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all nations. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled, Blasphemous Names. This was preached in 1962 on November the 4th in the morning. We'll begin at paragraph 175 up to paragraph 195. I trust you find it to be a blessing. But when these things are operating in you by God, then you're sealed. Then there's no put on about it. You're just yourself. That's when vision, perfect, Holy Spirit, works of God, everything is made manifest because why? You and Christ become one. Amen. I hope that's understood. You and Christ become one. I had something else I had wrote down here I wanted to think of. Brings us to the place of life. Then you become, have eternal life. Now I've got the Greek lexicon here. The emphatic diglot. I studied the other day on a word. Now, in John 14, or John 3, 16, we find one place that says, have everlasting life. Another place that says, have eternal life. But in the, Greek, in the Greek version, in the Hebrew, it says, life without end. In the Greek word, has A-I-N-I-O-A-N. Almost like aeon. Aeon is a space that's can't be, it's a number that can't be numbered. It's beyond millions, trillions, billions. But this is aeonian. 
of time. Eternal life. And the English word for it is eternal. We know it is eternal. Aeonian or life without end. See? And if you've got life without end, how can you perish? You have become a part of the eternal. And there's only one thing eternal. Satan's not eternal. Amen. No. Amen. He, he becomes Satan. Hell is not eternal. Amen. Hell was created. Amen. It's not eternal. And these bodies are not eternal. They were created. But the Spirit of God is eternal. Amen. It never had a beginning or it never has an end. And the only way we can have eternal life from that Greek word Zoe, which means God's own life, we have we become a part of God when we become sons and daughters of God and we have a in life. So the part that lives us that recognizes this word from here to there and recognizes is a in life. Life without end is God's Amen. own life in us. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The other day on the trip I had a discussion. The Jehovah Witness. Now, no disregard to anybody's belief. We got plenty of them converts sitting here from Jehovah Witness. One of our trustees of the church of Jehovah Witness was and was saved, him and his family. His father was a reader. Brother Woods and that. All of his brothers and sisters now. Not all of them come in and receive the Holy Ghost. Because of the visions of God, tell them what they did and what they, see, had done it. Now, but here, Jehovah Witness in their... Uh, a book, it says that the breath that you breathe is the soul. Now, that cannot be right. The breath that you breathe is not soul. If it is, you're, you're one time, you're one kind of soul. Next time you're somebody else's breathe that soul, look where you'd be. Now, the breath is wind. And wind is what you breathe into your nostrils. Now, they take the scripture from back... And God breathed breath into his nostrils, and he became a living soul. Now, I want to ask you something. If he was a man, what kind of a breath was he breathing before God breathed his breath of life into him? See? What kind of breath is a breathing living man? Well, then, if that be so, then every animal is a living soul. Because they breathe a human soul and our soul and all together, then Jesus wouldn't have had to die. The animal sacrifice had been sufficient. See, so brother, the argument don't stand. But what God did, He breathed the breath of eternal life. Amen. Then He becomes a living soul. A soul that can't die. Now, watch now. We're going to get into honey pump to your elbows. Amen. No, breathe the breath of eternal life into his nostrils. And he became an eternal soul. Because God breathed, not what nature done, but what God did. Breathe the breath of life into his nostrils and he became a living soul. Then you say to me, Adam died, Brother Branham. But remember, before Adam died, he had a lamb that redeemed him. Hallelujah. Those who he foreknew he has called. He got a lamb to redeem him. He was a type 
Adam fell. Then the lamb was provided for Adam because already in his nostrils had become the breath of the eternal God and he become a living soul. He was a son of God. Not his breath is the African word. I don't know what the Greek word is for it right now, but the African word is called amalia, which means the wind, an unseen force. Animals breathe amalia. Sinners breathe amalia. Then why would we struggle for eternal life if that's the eternal soul breathed into us by breath? Why would we struggle for eternal life? It backfires. <laughs> See, it, it, it just can't do it. But God, specially upon Adam, breathed the breath of eternal life and he become an eternal person with God. Amen. He had power like God. He was an amateur God. He was God of the earth. Not God of heaven, now God of the earth. And someday the sons of God will again become gods. Jesus said, so is not written in your law, you are gods? Then if you can call those who can call God, who God visited, how can you condemn me? He said, when I say I'm the son of God. Now, we're getting into something deep. Now, watch this when we drive it down. Now, here they are. He is now a son of God, but he... Makes a mistake. He knows he's doing wrong. Now remember, Adam was not deceived. The Bible said so, 1 Timothy 3. Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived, was in the transgression. Adam walked with Eve because it was his wife. Same as Christ, not deceived by Satan, but walked into the death with the bride. He went to be with the bride so he could redeem the church. Adam knew he was wrong. So he just walked out with Eve. See? But there was a lamb provided for them. That they were redeemed. And these lambs, today, that were foreknown by God and God is called, there is a Redeemer. No man can come to me except my Father draws him. And all the Father has given me will come to me. Amen. Is that right? So there is a provided lamb from the foundation of the world where their names are put on the Lamb's book of life. A lamb was provided to make a way of grace for every one to go in the resurrection. A provided lamb. Adam's lamb. Now, notice, as Adam had a provided lamb, As we get towards the end of this episode, we'll end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Thy Word. Lord, we come humbly before Thee and repent of all our sins and our transgressions. And we pray, Father, may You hide them under the blood. And we pray for this Word that You have given us today. May it mold us and continue, Lord, to mold us into the image of Thy Son, Jesus Christ, until we have become one with You, the unification of God and man just like you did when you walked on two feet on the earth in the form of Jesus Christ. May us, your bride, and your spirit become one through your word. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. 
So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. Possess the gates, born to 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 possess the gates. You're my light and my salvation. Tell me whom shall I fear? You're the very strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? For when the wicked Against me they stumble and fall And no host encamp against me I shall overcome them all See I am forever Not the arrow that flieth by day, nor the terror that cometh by night. For when you march into battle, I'll be standing there by your side. That's why. Shall fall at thy right hand, and ten thousand shall fall at thy side. And when your strength begins to fail you, in the cleft of the rock you can rest for a while. You are forever. Be children of royalty and possess what is yours without fear. 
doubt but may try to discourage you but the foundation of God standeth strong you may lose a battle now and then but you've already won the Okay. 